Welcome back to Tales of Southwest Michigan's Past. This is Michael Delaware. I am your host. Today, I have two very special guests who are here to talk about odd historical artifacts and happenings in Charlotte, Michigan. One of my guests has been on the show before, Julie Kimmer, who has been the manager of the Courthouse Square Museum for over 20 years. My other guest is Jen Carpenter with a company called Scream Queen Productions, which we're going to get to more in just a minute. Both are here today to talk about a very fun annual event called Festival of the Oddities, which includes some unusual history as well as some wonderfully peculiar fun. Welcome back, Julie, and welcome, Jen. Thank you both for taking time to be on the podcast. Thanks for having us. Well, great. Well, Julie, could you take a minute and um, for the people that maybe missed the first interview I did with you, could you kind of introduce yourself and explain a little bit about the Courthouse Square Museum? The um, old Courthouse Square Museum sits in the center of Town Square in downtown Charlotte. It's been a museum for roughly 26 years. did serve at the Eaton County Courthouse from 1885 until 1976. It has a combination of commercial renters and museum space. And so we are delighted to host the Festival of Oddities. We think it's a wonderful marriage, for, especially for our community. And, and when Jen brought it to us, we thought it was a great idea. So, so Jen, you're kind of like the key organizer of the event? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that. Um, it was something that I had the idea to start uh, a few years back, probably 2018, when my book Haunted Lansing came out. We had a release party for it. And we had, you know, just a handful of vendors kind of in that spooky realm. We had a couple food trucks, just some really fun elements. And it was a really great, unique event to where it got the wheels turning. You know, this is something we could turn into something bigger and do a lot bigger. And I think people would love it. And the response to it has been pretty great. Great. Well, could you tell me a little bit about your company? You've got, um, it's called Scream Queen Productions. Is this the whole organization that puts on the the festival, or do you do other festivals in the area? Uh, the Festival of Oddities is the only festival. Uh, Scream Queen Productions encompasses quite a few things. At first, it was tours. Prior to COVID, we were doing true crime and paranormal tours of the area, which is actually how I met Julie and how we first started going out to the Courthouse Square Museum to talk about the history and take people on tours there. So from the tours came my first book, Haunted Lansing, which is obviously about hauntings around the Lansing area. And then um, I've got a second book, The Serial Killer Chronicles, about all of the dark history surrounding the Kelloggs in Battle Creek. Um, from the books came a podcast about true crime and paranormal in Michigan. So kind of Scream Cream Productions encompasses all of that. The tours, uh, the books, the podcast, and now the festival, as well as my retail shop that I run in Lansing. Oh, that sounds like a lot of fun. So the festival's been going on for how many years? This is year four. Wow, that's quite a bit. So what can people expect when they come to the festival this year? So much. Um, so we've got uh, over 100 vendors, and they're all semi-local, so Michigan area, um, artists and makers of the macabre. And so lots of fun, spooky um, from dolls to clothing to decorations for your home to food, all kinds of stuff of that nature. We've got carnival games. We've got several food trucks that will be there. 
We've got what we call the Axe Wall, which is the Michigan Nordic Fire Festival crew will be out um, hosting axe throwing, a photo booth, all kinds of fun stuff going on outside. And then the museum is kind of in the center of it all uh, with lots of really cool stuff going on inside as well. Are we displaying any special, unique artifacts this year, Julie? Yes. Well, our display inside will be a funeral display. Um, We are putting on what we have at the museum. We have a couple of funeral homes joining us with some additional things, as well as we have the Stimson Hospital from Eaton Rapids. The Sturgills have brought an outstanding collection that they've installed today. And um, so the inside of the museum will be as interesting as the outside. So So you're not going to be doing any embalming, are you? Well, we'll have some equipment (laughs) there, but I highly doubt we'll be actually doing any beef. (laughs) <laughs> that's good. That's good. And how the crowd behaves, I guess. We'll see. <laughs> you better behave when you go to this festival, folks. So what? tell us when it is. It is on a Saturday coming up here in September. Yes, it's Saturday, September 3rd. And it should be mentioned, in all of the fun, um, we actually, our special guest this year, his name is Ari Lehman, and he is the first actor that ever played Jason Voorhees in the Friday the 13th series. And so he will be there uh, signing autographs and meeting fans, and his band is playing a concert, and then he's actually attending a showing of Friday the 13th at the Eaton Theater later that night. Oh, that'll be scary. Yeah, yeah, it should be fun. So it's September 3rd. The festival runs from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. There is a ghost hunt afterwards at the museum that people can purchase tickets for. That starts at 7. And then the movie down the street at the Eaton Theater, I believe. Um, The movie starts at 9.30, but the meet and greet starts around 8.30. And would we call this a kid-friendly event? It is. Uh, it just depends on in it, it depends on every parent's level of comfort. You know, there will be some macabre things there, so it just depends on you know, are you comfortable with your child seeing dolls with giant vampire teeth and uh, dark art? So there might be a parental discretion choice on the age group of the kids, right? Sure, I think that's a fair assessment. Are there uh, tours of the museum that will teach them a little bit more about local history? There'll be, I have a lot of volunteers that will be located at different parts of the museum. People will come in, they will see the funeral display first. That's the first and foremost thing that you'll see in the building. And then the rest of the building will be open. There'll be members of our community to tell you about different things about the museum and answer questions. Um, And there'll be some presenters in the courtroom, several presenters, some local artists, some, I mean, excuse me, some local writers, um, different presentations that Jen has scheduled. I believe there's four in the actual courtroom um, that people can participate in and enjoy. Yep. And is there a fee to participate in the uh, festival? There is no fee for the lawn activities um, and everything going on outside. And then there's just a $5 per person entry to the museum. We want it to be accessible to everybody so well that's great it also helps the museum out a little bit it does 100 percent of those proceeds go directly to the museum and last year it was our largest fundraiser of the entire year now with the festival the oddity we're going to have some odd food as well i believe some of the bakers are getting pretty crafty you know the food trucks are are traditional we've got a taco truck we've got a an award-winning sandwich truck that comes from the detroit area we've got a vegan food truck coming 
but the bakers are the ones that get to kind of adjust and have the fun. Uh, and so there'll be, you know, cookies with horror themes and, um, I believe face pies is what one of them calls them pies that look like creepy faces and things like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so you mentioned a ghost hunt after when it gets towards the dark hours or something like that. What, what does that include? So that is hosted by Portal Paranormal Society. And um, Julie is there as well and kind of facilitates the whole thing. Um, that starts an hour after the festival ends. So it's, it, Julie, does it last about three, four hours, right? Yeah, more like probably about three. Depends on if they have a lot of activity, they'd probably continue. But three hours is pretty typical. And is that right on the courthouse square grounds or is it in a different location? It's inside the building. They'll go throughout the entire building and the inside. Oh, that's fun. Is there any other uh, entertainment factor to the uh, festival that uh, we should know about, to tell people about? Well, there's the snake pit (laughs) and a Save by Zade cat adoption tent. Right, Jen? Yes, yep. Save by Zade will be back with their ever-popular kitten tent. Um, we've got kind of typical carnival things, carnival games to benefit the Epilepsy Foundation of Michigan, and face painting and caricatures. Uh, last year, we had quite a few cosplayers show up in different spooky costumes and just kind of wander the grounds throughout the day, which was fun. Our presentations inside the courtroom this year, we've got... Uh, a crossover between arguably Michigan's kind of two biggest true crime podcasts, which would be Already Gone and So Dead. And then we've got local author Rod Sadler doing a presentation, a local paranormal film crew named Afterlife Road that is presenting some haunted Eaton County information, and then a gallery reading with Exe Smith, who is a phenomenal world-renowned psychic medium. Wow, that is quite an agenda. There's something there for everybody. That's a lot of fun. And you are yourself an author. Uh, Could you tell us a little bit, maybe a a snippet or a story from one of your books that maybe relates to Charlotte or Lansing area? I think maybe Charlotte. I can do one that ties Charlotte and Lansing together. It was just a really strange, maybe coincidence, maybe not, Um, But it started with the story of Charlotte's Oak Park, which started out as a cemetery and is now a children's park. And uh, there were, you know, stories about how when they moved all of the bodies from Oak Park to the new cemetery, uh, that they they didn't quite get everybody because people weren't buried in fancy caskets and coffins back then they were buried in shrouds and very thin boxes and things like that so uh-huh. um rumors of you know remains still being at charlotte's oak park and when i would share that story i would start getting comments like oh my gosh lansing has an oak park that's the same and so i had to look into it and sure enough oak park was the name of lansing's first cemetery They moved all of the bodies to Mount Hope Cemetery when it started getting too crowded and same kind of thing. They don't they they didn't get everybody. And now it's a children's park. (laughs) Wow. You know, and I think that was common there. You know, when they move cemeteries because they would use they want to use the land for a building or something. Because I know of two cemeteries that were moved in Battle Creek, and 
Yeah, and it's I guess it's almost nearly impossible to get all the bodies. So there's a little bit of a ghost stories that follow these areas where the cemeteries were? or Certainly are some claims in our community about it, I can tell you that. I got gotcha. you, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Well, is there any last thing that you guys would like to, to talk about the festival or the museum so that people can know, and, and should they, anything special they should bring? You know, I want to point out, they definitely won't be disappointed. It's a fun you know, super nice. I don't know that I've met that large collection of people that were so nice and so kind as I have in the last couple of years. And and again, it, it was a wonderful, wonderful opportunity for the Courthouse Museum to be able to host it. And um, our entire area around us is geared up. Some of those folks have been collecting things, the other stores that are around us and restaurants getting ready for an entire year after last year's success. So um, if they come down, I'm sure they will very much very much enjoy their day. I, I know one of the concerns sometimes is parking. Is there a place, um, I, I know the museum itself doesn't have a very large parking lot, but is there other on, off-site parking areas around there? There is a large municipal lot, Kitty Corner from us, a very large city lot. There's parking okay. all the way around the square and in all the neighborhoods. Oh, good. There definitely is, um, and those streets are quite wide. We will have Harris Street, the first block of Harris Street, um, shut off just that one block really to make it safe for people to be able to walk over to the food trucks, be able to walk across to, to some of the vendor areas safely without, you know, without any concerns about that. The city helped us with that, but the rest of it will all be open and those roads are nice and wide, quite a bit of parking available in that area. Well, that's great. Any last uh, things you'd like to throw in there, Jen? I just want to say um, thank you to Julie and the Charlotte community for welcoming us with open arms. It's been a great experience so far. And our, our first year in Charlotte was 2020. So we did it very small because of COVID and we just get a little bit bigger every year and we really love it. And I hope that people come out, come hungry, bring cash and card. It's going to depend vendor to vendor what they take. Come ready to start your Halloween and maybe even your holiday shopping and just come out and have a good time. Well, it sounds like a great day of fun. You certainly should put this on your calendar. September 3rd, Saturday, it's coming up. It will be the following weekend after I air this podcast. So you guys definitely mark your calendar. Well, thank you guys for coming on the show today. I really appreciate it. Um, loved hearing about what you have going on there. And it sounds like I'm going to have to make a trip down to Charlotte and have some fun. Yeah, please do. Look, thanks for having us. Well, I've been talking with Julie Kimmer and Jen Carpenter about the Festival of Oddities that's going to take place on September 3rd. That's a Saturday. It's going to be happening around the Courthouse Square Museum in Charlotte, Michigan. And it is going to be a fun-filled day of activities, as you heard. You can find out more about the museum and the festival by visiting csamuseum.com. Net. That is the Courthouse Square Museum website. They're also found on Facebook at Eaton County's Museum at Courthouse Square. And it's a very wonderful museum, and I always recommend people go to events like this because 
you have a little bit of fun, you'll learn a little bit of history, and at the same time, you're supporting to preserve history by making donations to local museums, which is always very important to the future of history in Southwest Michigan. And if you enjoyed today's show, I hope you'll join me next time on Tales of Southwest Michigan's Past. If you'd like to find out more about me, visit michaeldelaware.com. You can send me a message on there if you know of anybody that you'd like to have me interview as a guest. You can also recommend it on that as well through the contact form. And until next time when we take another journey into yesterday and explore some more interesting tidbits of local history and tales of Southwest Michigan's past. Thanks for listening. Thank you.